The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. This does not make you some kind of an athlete. I mean, doesn't it, though? I mean, do you think people are going to treat you with more respect now when I, you go out? Or? I have to say, I did wear it out today, and I did get some second glances. Oh, they're be like, God bless America when they see you? No, or? they see me, and they're just like, oh, is she or isn't yeah. she? Has like, she let herself go a like, little? Be like, good luck. I mean, yeah, right? Like, you're going to do well. Do they think that you're going to be going to the Olympics like again, or what is, they could. what is going on here? They could. I mean, I think that people were inspired when they saw me. <laughs> you're so, inspiring like, people. Mm, just are like you going to go give like, some speeches to like schools and Probably. things like that? Probably. Uh, okay, I think we, that comes along with it. All right, we need to we yeah. need to figure this out. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have, as usual, a lot to get to today. I do want to remind everybody that as we're getting ready for the holiday season here and people are going on their road trips or they're driving long distances or traveling, What's the best way wow. to help you travel? The best way to like make that long drive or that long flight easier? It's this, Sarah. It's to get an audiobook. Oh, Audible. is that what it is? By going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that Audible link, you can get yourself hours of entertainment. And here's the secret. You sign up for the free trial, you get a free audiobook. Mm-hmm. It's free entertainment. Who doesn't want free things around the holidays? And it's true. Like When you're traveling, an audiobook does make the time go by faster. It does. Yeah. So the best way to do that is just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on that Audible link, mm-hmm. sign up for your trial, pick out an audiobook that you want to listen to. You don't, have, you don't have to share it. You don't have to. I mean, no, you can share it if you want. No, just have your own special audiobook. Like, I've just been walking around listening to Greg Sestero for hours on end every day, yeah. babbling about the room, and that is my happy place. That's your Find happy place. Find your happy place. Maybe other people have other happy places, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not what they want to listen to. And you can listen to whatever you want. We're not going to judge in any way at, at all. We don't even know. We don't even know what you're listening to. All I'm saying is just go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link. It's just just a great way, a great way to uh, It is a very great way. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about what's going on here. Oh, really quick, I do need to bring this up just because it's been the subject of the last two days' shows. I did go see The Last Jedi last night. Mm -hmm. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, one spoiler. It's awesome. That's it. That's the spoiler. It's It's an awesome movie. It that is, is uh, no, I've been I want to see it again so bad. People whose opinions I respect have all said that they enjoyed it, so I'm it's, I'm super excited for you. So f- it's a fun movie. Good. It is a fun movie to watch. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Two and a half hours flies by. Wow, I bet. Yeah. Okay, that's all you I'm going to say. You and the nerd say. herd had a good time. Yes, me and the nerd herd, me and me and Keelan and Ryan and Scott went down to the mall. Did you have to have any battles for your seats? Uh, no, Keelan got there ahead of time. But here's the thing, though, that did throw me off. Like, we thought that we were getting there plenty of time to where they'd have a lineup, you know, and then they then they let people into the theater. Keelan got there at, like, 5, I think, and the movie wasn't until 7. They were they had already let people in. So, really? Yes. I would think they wouldn't let you in until, like, a half an hour or, like, 45 minutes. That's what we thought. Yeah. We thought we were getting there way early. And, no, because he got there early enough, he was able to snag four seats. We were, were on the lower tier, though. We weren't in the very front row. We were several rows back from that. But we couldn't get up into the main part of the theater. It was already packed. Wow. And that was two hours before it started. So you did get some decent seats, though. Yeah. we, we good. Yeah, yeah, decent-ish. Good enough. Good enough. They weren't front row, so that's They good. were not front row, so yeah, they were, they were just fine. I was super like, convinced that you were going to have to be in the front row. Yeah, I was really, after I talked about that on the show yesterday, I figured that was what, what was going to happen. But mm-hmm. nope. Nope, we did good. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was it was. 
it was just a it was a good time. Although it was weird going to a mall again, and I don't really I'm not so really. So where a mall did you person. go see it? Clackamas. Oh, so Clackamas Town Center. For some reason, I thought you were going all the way to the West Side. No, no, I went out to Clackamas Town Center. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't been out there to see a movie. Southeast in, Portland. Yeah. A while it's in Clackamas, the city, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's where I was. I haven't been in that mall in a long time. No, it's, it's pretty fancy. It is. It has like all those like the it's a couple few stories and all kinds of dingleberries well, and like, like holiday ten miles stuff. long. Like yeah. I don't know how how big this place is, but yeah, no, we went wandering through the wall. I did go in. I'm gonna call him out on this. Uh, so Keelan and I went uh, went. We were gonna go to the store while we were in there. So you know, Ryan and Scott kind of held held it down for a little while, and we just kind of switch off. I went to a hot topic yesterday. Wow! Yeah, I went to a hot topic. A 40 year old guy with a wallet chain went into a hot topic. Yes, that sounds like a yeah, like a beginning of a joke. Well, I no, I went into hot topic because Keelan was shopping for. They have uh, some toys there that he wanted to look at. And I mean, that's fine. He had something to do, but I was in there and I, you know, while he's looking at that, I didn't know what to do. So I ended up just kind of standing around and you know, it's all cramped in a hot topic. Like there's so many, they have, they have every square inch. Everything is, it's like, if you're not bumping into like some sort of like weirdly branded My Chemical Romance t-shirt, then you're bumping Dude, into they some all like, had, they were My Chemical Romance t-shirts. Then there is some like fuzzy, like and pink Fallout and black Boy and white and striped, and like keychain dingleberry thing. Yes. Like hanging. Yeah. So many and dingleberries. And like backpacks, and then there's like hair dye, yes, and crappy jewelry, and then like weird socks and all like of that goggles. Oh yeah, I mean I haven't all even been that. into a hot topic in ten years. You and have I know described what it, everything. It and hasn't changed. A thousand more little items mm-hmm. that are that are packed in everywhere, and they, I just felt like I was in the way every step of the way that I was in there. So no matter what I did, because I'm I'm like okay, well Keelan's looking at his toys, I'm just gonna stand here and wait for him, and. And then I would get in the way of somebody be like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you say Keelan's looking at his toys? Yeah, Keelan was looking at his toys. He was buying some toys while he was in there. He has some commemorative toys that he was he was going for. And, and so I... Action figures. I wouldn't call these action figures. Mm-hmm. Now, I enjoy action figures. When I was, especially when I was a kid, I, I had quite a number of action figures. But uh, no matter what I would do, I was in the way. Like, so I would move one way, and then there'd just be this, like... You're like, awkward in your body anyway. Like, you're girl, always like, kind of I, in the way. Excuse me. I'm trying to get through. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. So I don't know what people thought I was doing, because by the time I kept oh, getting shoved something. back... I don't know. I was just awkwardly standing there. I'm trying like, to find something for your dad. You're like a middle-aged guy with a wallet chain in there now. Try, or, trying what to find something mean? for your daughter. Oh, God. No. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she likes those Fallout Boys. <laughs> the, the Fallout Boys. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can find her some sort of T-shirt with the Fallout Boys on them. Yeah. Oh, collectible. Okay. Come on. The, okay, we're changing the name to collectibles, apparently. That's what everybody's doing in the live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. There's no shame in toys. Toys are awesome. Yeah. Collectibles. Okay. I think it's just a fancy. That's like saying action figure. This is your fight. This is not the fight I want to fall down on. I'll just let it go. All right. So so anyway, as I'm... <laughs> And I, I, like I was just in the way of everybody, and I I wonder what other people were thinking because I just ended up like looking down at the ground, and it's like such sensory overload. It's like okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and just like any time, anytime somebody would walk near me, I'm sorry. God, in Bremerton, Hot Topic the was the coolest place in high school. I remember the same people worked there for like years, and they were like big into the, like. It was actually like the cool place because it, like the punk rockers, like the the people that were in bands and everything in Bremerton at that point, actually all worked there. Because not every, it was so cool. It's so edgy. It was. It was so edgy. I loved it. I, we used to go to the Hot Topic at Salem Center in the mall. <laughs> yeah, very edgy. 
Very, very edgy. Well, not in Salem. No, that's just... Oh, Bremerton's so much better. Bremerton's better than Salem. Um... Bremerton is a little... Music-wise, Music-wise, it is. It has... Like, Salem is very... Nothing against Salem, but it's very dirty. Yeah. In, like, a, like... Salem, Oregon is near where I grew up. Just in, like, kind of a... Like, Bremerton, I think, has embraced itself, so it is, like, it does have, like, a lot of arts and music and stuff, but, I mean, it's gross, Uh but it's not, like, filthy, Uh like, needles everywhere gross. (laughs) Yeah, Salem... Well, there's parts of Salem that's Bremerton's more, like, dingy. Salem just seems, like, really, like, stabby. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I I can see that. There's, There's parts of Salem that are not stabby. There's some richer parts. I mean, and again, I don't know really quite what it's all like now. Maybe mm-hmm. it's improved. I mean, I'm going to think it would have had to from when I grew up, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it has. I mean, I, I know people that live in Salem, and they seem to enjoy it just yeah. fine. Yeah, they haven't been stabbed. Mm-hmm. See? That we know of. You can live They're in Salem. They're probably not talking yeah, about it Yeah, it's probably stabbings are common, so you just don't even worry about mm-hmm. saying anything. Like, oh, yeah, no, well, yeah, I went and got the mail. Oh, got stabbed. But anyway, as I was going through. No it's just like a paper cut. Yeah, 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 no big deal, mm-hmm. no big deal. Anyway, the the it was it was interesting walking through the mall, and I survived, and I watched the movie. That's it very exciting. It was very. Did you exciting. go sit on like Santa's lap before or anything? No, I did not go sit on Santa's lap. Actually, I didn't see. Do they still do that? I think so. Is there still Santa? I mean, obviously we have our friend Ken who does that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's I'm at Mall Two Hundred Five, though. Is that where he is? Okay. Yeah, I think he's been at Clackamas before, but I'm pretty sure he's at Mall Two Hundred Five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I didn't see Okay, Santa well, I'm there. really glad that you had a really good time toy shopping with Keelan at Hot Topic. Yes. Well, I stood awkwardly, and they probably mm-hmm. were concerned. What's going on with him? I don't know. Let's just keep an eye on him. Make sure he's not doing anything. I just sat there with my head down because it was too much sensory. Too much sensory overload. Why didn't you just, you know, leave the store? I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to ditch Keelan. And then if I went out there, then I would just see standing out in the hallway, and then there's, you know, people walking by. And then I, I didn't know. I just, I, I froze. I panicked. I panicked a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So that's what happened. All right. Anyway. Uh, but let's get back to what you're talking about here, yes. Sarah. Sarah, oh it's my a gosh. big this day for Sarah. Super excited. I was actually really excited when I saw this. And All then right. uh, and then and then purchased it. Okay, so what is it that that you purchased? I decided so uh yesterday I went for one of my one of my long old lady power walks. So Greg is power walking the mall. I'm power walking Southeast Portland. So yesterday I was like, all right, I'm just going to go for a really long walk. It was cold outside, so I got all bundled up, had my headphones. I was listening to The Disaster Artist that, of course, I went to funemploymentradio.com, clicked on the Audible link, and downloaded from there. And I was you know, on my walk listening to my stories and ended up uh, hitting this one of these like this vintage like consignment store that I really like here in uh, southeast Portland. Okay. So I was like, all right. Sometimes they have like nice rings and stuff there. I was looking for a present for my sister for Christmas. Consignment stores? Is that where you put your clothes up and they sell it and then then they pay you? Or yeah. So basically, like you have your you bring in your clothes. They sell them for a particular price. You get a certain amount of money, and then they get like a certain amount of money for consigning them and showing them. Based on if it sells. Yeah, based on if it sells. So nobody okay. gets money. I don't think until it sells. it sells. Unless you pay the consign. I think it's just all different. I don't. I've never consigned right. anything. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I didn't know how that worked exactly mm. either. But okay, all right. So, so used okay. clothing anyway. So used, yeah, used. I mean, maybe not necessarily used. Some of it's new. Okay. Um, it just depends on where it comes from because sometimes like shops will bring in consignment stuff, like other stores. Like there's uh, like nice jewelry and and different like hats and shoes. Like some stuff is new, or like barely worn. Like it's a pretty decent 
like you aren't going to find anything with like giant tattered holes in it or anything. Okay. And it's pretty reasonably priced. So I was walking in and they have a display outside. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm not going to buy anything for myself. I'm not going to be selfish today. I'm going and I'm going to buy some Christmas presents because I need to do my Christmas shopping. And so I walk in. And of course, the first thing I see is just it looked like something very special. So I'm walking up and I'm seeing all these, you know, garments hanging outside. And the last thing I need is like another zip up hoodie. But of course, that's the first thing that I want. And I look outside and dangling there by itself on its lonesome is this bright blue, like zip up, uh, like mock neck, like track jacket kind of thing. And then I look closer and on the back of it, it says, so it's like this light bright blue. And uh, all I can see is the back of it right now. And on the back in red letters, it just says USA. And I'm like, that looks like a pretty good quality jacket. I wonder what that is. So I turned it around, and on the front there were, like, white stripes on either side. Greg, Greg is looking at it right now because I'm wearing it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, I, bu- I bought the jacket. And I was very excited. So on one side it says it has, like, the Nike, like, swooshy logo on it. On the other side it says USA, and it has the Olympics symbol on there. And then I looked on the arm, and sewn onto a patch on the arm it says, what does it say, Greg? Beijing 2008. Beijing 2008. Then also on the side down here... There's another tag that says Beijing, and then on the inside it says 080808. So so this is like a, a Beijing Olympics jacket? It's a 2008 Beijing Olympics, United States, USA Olympics jacket. Now, I don't know. Since Nike – well, I'm, this is like probably like the most far-fetched, but since Nike does have a campus here, maybe it could be like an extra one. But what I'm thinking is that there was some Olympian – who was like, oh, you know, I just don't think I want this amazing, hardly worn Olympia, uh, you know, Beijing Olympic jacket anymore. So I'm going to donate it for consignment for $12. $12 is all that was? This was only $12. Right, I'm not going to lie. That's a hell of a deal. It's a brand new jacket. Like yeah. it doesn't, it, it, like it is like okay. in perfect condition. Okay. But so you're walking around with this. Here's the problem though. You're going to be walking around with that. It's like you're misrepresenting who you are. Because you're going to be wearing that and people are going to think, oh, she must have been in the Olympics in 2008. Yeah. Yeah. I have the jacket. <laughs> so. It's not their business. So, well, I mean, it kind of is their business because you're advertising. You're walking around with a Beijing 2008 Olympics jacket. It's so, true. So do you think that. Look at that. That looks so fancy. Yeah, it does. It is very fancy. I mean, She's it is pointing a to the Beijing patch. patch yeah, on... it's a Beijing, Beijing 2008. It's in like, it's in like robot. Okay. Well, it's in I like get a couple... robot font. That was the font for the Olympics that year. No. Nope. All right. So <laughs> I have a couple of questions. I have a couple of questions here about this. So one, you are wearing this. So we don't know for sure if this is an actual Olympians jacket. Okay. I don't think, I mean, I'm assuming it probably I'm, is. Have you looked it up? I mean, it could be something that. I did that, look it up online. If and that these was the jackets, actual clothing, I'm sure. So I, I got this for 12 American. And I am looking online. And these particular jackets, this style of jacket, I can't find exactly what it was. I found a smaller detail that I think might be what this one is from. Um, but it, they retail online. I, I saw them on like eBay and uh, like a couple other places for around $50. Okay. So it's right. a $50 jacket. Okay. It's a $50 zip up. All right. So yeah. here's the thing, though. What if you're walking around now? So you're wearing this. You're basically saying, hey, and you know, to the average person walking around, hey, look at me, former Olympian, 
Sarah, Sarah Dylan. walking down the street. Look at that. Look at the, the nice quality of It this. is a nice jacket, which makes me think there is a possibility this could be something a little more legit. <laughs> I know. It's, it's a pretty nice jacket. Well, I couldn't find it, so I was looking online, too, and they were describing it as rare online uh, Beijing Olympic jacket. Okay, so I want to ask you, though, what how you're going to handle this. So say you're walking around and somebody walks up to you and says, you know, oh, my gosh, um, how exciting for you. You, you know, know would be super- are you going this year or, you know, what, what if somebody okay. walks up and they think you know that you're would be super o- embarrassing because I do know somebody who was in the Olympics. Who? Uh, this girl, Bree, that I went to school with. I told you she was on the Olympic bobsled team. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So how embarrassing would that be if I wear this to Bremerton and, like, I actually see an actual Olympian? Well, that's the thing. Oh, God. But how often do you actually run into actual Olympians? I know. Like, you know? I, I actually know. Like, I, uh-huh. I don't know. Is it rare? Because I, in my life, know an actual Olympian. Yeah. So I mean, I know somebody who's been to Is this the Olympics. Is your humble brag that you know <gasps> no, somebody that you? No, but went I'm to saying with? like, how how long can I get away with this? How possible? Okay. Is how it? often do you really see this person, though? Uh, like I haven't seen her in like ten years. Okay. Yeah. Our twenty so, year anniversary is coming up. Um, our high school anniversary reunion, whatever the fuck it's called, the reunion is coming up next year. Oh boy. Okay. Well, there. See, this is the time that you could wear it. So okay. So say that you're not going to. So run I can into try that and person. like counter- contradict her and be like, what, oh, what you, you think do? you went to the Olympics? <laughs> so what happens though if you're walking around? What if somebody comes up to you and just says, you know, oh my gosh, I was over there too. Um, it was such a great time. Like what? Uh, well, I could always default to say that I was reporting over there. You could, but you weren't. No. And also, but I did have jacket, friends that were over say, there. But if this is an Olympian's jacket, like, are you going to walk around and like let people think? What if they don't like actually walk up to you? You just hear somebody talking, like you're you're standing there shopping, and you hear a conversation, like, oh my gosh, that's an Olympian's jacket. I'll give jacket, an, I'll so. give a knowing wink. So you'll turn around and wink at them uh-huh. and let them think that maybe. You were over there. All right. So, what if somebody walks up and because there are advantages? I mean, because sure. I did. I was very good at at some sports in high school. <laughs> I mean, I did a same, bunch of. That is almost the same as being an Olymp- Olympic. I mean, athlete. I did. I mean, no, I went to state for uh, for field. I mean, that is that is good. I'm not saying that's quite Olympic. Level. I held the good. the women's pole vaulting record at my school. Congratulations. Well, Thank see. You okay, very so much. let's go through this. So. So, you know, there are advantages that come with being an Olympic athlete. You know, yeah. I mean, you do get, I'm sure you get discounts. I'm sure they get all kinds I mean, of sweet what kind, deals. I mean, what kinds of things do they have for the athletes? Like, because I did uh, shot put, which I was terrible at. I was not good at shot put. But I also did discus and javelin. Yeah, it's being asked. You just said field, not track and field. Why, I don't do why track because I'm not a runner. But the whole sport is called track and field. No, because I just did that. stuff in the field. I didn't do it on <laughs> yes. the track. Is that what you were really trying to do? Yeah, I just did field. I went there for field. Yeah, it's I went to track for field. and field. No, but I didn't do anything on the track. I did things. That'd in the be field. like a pitcher saying, "No, I play ball. I don't play baseball. I don't. I don't run to the bases. Yeah, that's I just they throw do the ball." Say, they say I play ball. Oh, I do. Although shot put was in like a Doing little sand pit, and but then yeah, and then discus and javelin. Oh, I was always afraid I was going to skewer someone with my javelin. I just did field. Yeah, I did. That's what I'll say. Maybe that's what they call it in Olympic. No, it's not. Olympic land. It's called track and field. No, but I don't do anything on the track. That that's doesn't make any sense. That's not the point. It's all, the sport is called track and field, and then there's different sports in it. The overall thing, though, you're participating in track and field. But I'm not. <sighs> okay, I mean, I guess. That, that, okay, so whatever. I was in track and field. That's not how it works, though. It's that's just not how it works. Hmm. Well, anyway. I compete in field. Yeah. I compete in field. 
<laughs> I'm a field athlete. No, I did shot put, discus, javelin. <laughs> oh. Which is really fun. Oh, my gosh. Javelin is so much fun. I wonder if they still let kids do javelin. Yeah, here's Tony's asking. You have to walk across the track to get to the field. Yeah, do, did you ever compete in field without a track next no, we to it? Had, no, the track was next to it, but our field was completely separate from the track. I didn't go on the field. The shop, you didn't so it go was on like, the track. No, I didn't go on the track. Sorry, I went on the field. I didn't go on the track. So the track was like in the stadium. The shot put pit was next to the track. Yes, exactly. But it wasn't in the track. It was on like it was on the other side of the fencing. It wasn't even close to the track. Oh, my God. And then on the other You're side of the shot put me. track was the field. You are driving me insane. What? It's track and field. That is the name of the... Uh. So that being said... Oh, I've got a headache. So do they do, like, javelin? Do they still teach that in high school, or is that too dangerous with the kids these days? Okay, well, for your field sports, um, yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if kids still do javelin. I would assume they still do javelin. I mean, it was pretty dangerous, even when yeah, we were doing it. super like, dangerous. We only had one track coach. Well, I guess it was track coach. One field coach who, um, <laughs> oh. Mr. G, he was really nice. He's the one who taught me how to um, do pole vaulting. So he saw something special in me. I loved Mr. G. Anyway, um, so he was, you know, regulating all of it. So, I mean, so you just leave like a bunch of teenagers in a field with sharp metal sticks throwing them at yeah. each other. Like that didn't see. And then also like all the things I did were very dangerous. Yeah. Pole that's, vaulting. That's why track and field is fun. They yeah. give you weapons and let you run around on a field. Yeah, shot put, I'm throwing like a giant, like like a cannonball, basically. Discus is just like a Frisbee made of like metal, like yeah. a metal saucer mm-hmm. that's super heavy. Exactly, yeah. And then javelin is just a whittled down like metal stick. So, like it's a spike, basically. You're just throwing it through the air. So with your field sports, what, what field sports did you compete in? I just, I've said it like 17 times. Shot put, discus, and javelin. What you said, and you tried vaulting. those. That doesn't mean that you were competing in those. I competed in, in all of them. I went to state for I went to state for pole vaulting, javelin, and discus. Shot putting, not so much. Okay, I was. I tried. I tried. Okay, it did not go very well. So, so, but javelin, I went pretty far in. How far did you go? Um, I think I got like like second or third. At state. In state. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, but that was only. I think it was like my junior year, and then I. Yeah, and then I didn't do as well the following year. Okay. All right. So if somebody walks up to you, I mean, that's virtually an Olympic athlete right there. Yeah. So so is, is Javelin in the Olympics? Yeah, yes, Javelin is in the Olympics. I could be, okay, I'm a Javelin person. <laughs> All right, let's just try this. So I'm going to walk up. You're going to pretend to be that you're, you're this athlete. So, hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm just... I wanted to say it's so neat to see your jacket. I've never actually met an uh, Olympic athlete before. So what did you Oh, it's an in? Olympian, actually. Oh, an Olympian before. Okay, so I'm sorry. What did you What did you compete in? Oh, I, I was I did the javelin throw. I the, did the javelin throw. The javelin throw. Mm-hmm. The javelin throw. The javelin throw. Okay. All right. So this is what you competed in. Mm-hmm. No, I'm looking. I'm trying to look up the. Stop being off. I'm trying to look up the distances that people did. For what? For their javelin throw results. For the javelin. <laughs> I competed in the javelin throw. Yeah. No. It was javelin. By the way, if you get a chance, I, I don't know if anyone has like. Well, I'm sure people have high school kids that are listening, but I swear javelin was the most fun thing to do. Javelin's all right. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was so fun. Yeah. It's like a giant dart that you get to throw and then it sticks into the grass. Yeah. Super dangerous. 
It's it's quite dangerous. I remember being scared of like because you have to trust other people to know where they're throwing that a they're not going to dart. impale you. Do you mean like you. a spear? Is that what you're trying to say? Because yeah. it's more like a spear than it is a dart. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes, yeah, so killing at the same time. It's quality on that. All right, so so you anyway. I feel confident enough to wear my Olympian jacket. Yeah, well, you would definitely confuse anybody long enough to where they wouldn't think. I mean, I competed in field for the javelin throw. Yeah. That's, that's what you would say. Okay, so so this is something, you know, that could come up, and you're just going to let these people kind of run with it. I suppose so. I, I think that maybe they'll just be intimidated by my presence, mm-hmm. but then they'll be like, why is that Olympian wearing, like, too short of pants and, like, platform Chuck Taylors? Like, it doesn't really seem like... Yeah. Are yeah. you going to try to, like, use it to get away with something? Like, if you're ordering a sandwich and be like, just kind of point at the jacket and be like, I competed. And then like no, well, that sounds like something you would do. I wouldn't do that. I'm like the subtle bragger. Oh yeah. Oh, if somebody offered you a discount for being an Olympian, you're saying you wouldn't take it. Like, how would they offer? Like, uh, hey, I just wanted to say we we gave you a discount just for uh, you know competing, and uh, and for everything that you've done, you know, going overseas and, and doing that and competing for our country. Well, okay, no, if they word it like that, that makes it sound awful. Would you gonna... take the discount? No, I wouldn't. Would you take, take the, the discount? 10%? Yes, you would. No, I would be too honest. I'd be like, actually, I didn't really compete in the Olympics. I'm a huge fan of the Olympics, but I just ended up buying this jacket. So why are you wearing that jacket? I mean, if you didn't compete. Because I want to support my country. Yeah, but that's that's an Olympian's jacket. You know, I know people that have worked very hard to get to that level. This is not, it is didn't. not, I don't have a number and like a name on it. You know, they tried very hard. My cousin did. He made it all the way to the finals and then pulled a hamstring right before the the final meet and wasn't really? able to compete. So you didn't actually compete and you're wearing that jacket? That just seems a little... I'm sure these are the ones that they odd. probably sold at like the, the gift shops or whatever. Huh. Yeah. Well, anyway, enjoy wearing your jacket. Thank you. I will. It fits very well. <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> the God jacket's actually it. awesome. I'm not going to lie. The jacket is pretty sweet. No, it's a sweet looking jacket. Here, I found a picture of him posted into her. <sighs> when you competed in field... When I was a field competitor. Yeah, look at that jacket. That's a sweet looking uh, jacket. Yeah, it's a sweet looking jacket. Mm-hmm. Looks like something an Olympic athlete would wear. I know. <laughs> All right. And by well, that you mean me. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll see how your career goes. Do you okay. think you could still compete in the javelin if we had a field competition? Oh, the javelin? Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I, I still remember my form. I had the best form. Really? Because it's all in the hips. It is, a lot of people like mistake it from thinking that it has to do with power. I didn't power. throw a javelin very much. No, it's the I mean, snap. All it is, like, I was really good at the snap. That's why I was good at it, because you just kind of, you whip your body around. Uh-huh. So it's more of the, um, like, the front, uh, what is it called? Like, when you're pushing, like, the... Um, I'm going to let you work this out. Really? Because I'm sitting here contributing, so you can help me a little bit. The Momentum. Momentum, that's what it was, the snap momentum. I'm sitting momentum. here contributing so you can help me a little bit. Yes. Okay, well. There's uh, the back. All right, yeah, so you're posting some pictures there in the live mm-hmm. chat. com slash live. Yeah, it is, but it's fun because, like, you could do it and all of a sudden just do the, like, the you whip it around and then just, and then let it go. Mm-hmm. It flies like a dart. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. That's my story. All right. Well, that's that's pretty. So I am wearing that today. So if you see somebody who looks like an Olympian, it's me. Yeah. Walking around Portland. Just say congratulations on co- on competing. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on competing. I'm winning in field. Well, you, we don't know if you won or not. Oh, I won. Mr. Jenkins is asking, do you think you could still pole vault? No. 
No. No. I was, I'll admit. Pole vaulting was set. Like, I did it for about a year, and then I landed on the bar wrong uh-huh. once, and I just couldn't do it anymore. Because it, it, you're up there. Yeah. Like, and you knock the pole off, and then, like, you like I was afraid I was going to break my back. Because the pole yeah. fell on the mat, and you're falling, like, nine feet in the air, like, yeah. having to, like, twist midair so you don't, like, snap your back in half. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, I didn't really like pole vaulting. I, I didn't like, I don't like the heights like that. I did compete in high jump my freshman year. Oh. I could jump a lot higher than the tall guys. And yeah, you're kind of like springy. That's what little guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then then they, then that changed yeah. when they got older. I would like to, like, Jack, can you, like, throw javelin anywhere? I doubt there's a place you can just go recreationally throw a javelin. I mean, wouldn't there be? I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's track and field clubs maybe that you could join. Ooh, I would kind of like to throw a javelin again. That would be fun. I'm I'm not sure. I'm not Maybe sure where you would discus? do that. Oh, discus was really fun. Um, you probably have to be good though to join like a track and field club, wouldn't you? Like you have to like pay. And... I mean, how are you supposed to be good if you don't get to practice? Well, I don't think they're looking for athletes. Uh, let's just be honest. Towards the later end of the spectrum for the age, I don't think they're. Wait, the really later end us. of the spectrum. What does that even mean? I don't think we're going to be competing in any competitions. No, but can we, aren't we allowed to do it for fun, or are we just, like, dead inside since we're past a certain age and now we don't get to I have fun? I think we're just dead inside, yeah. Okay. We got to sit and just, you know, wait it out wait out the rest of the years. Kind of useless for when it comes down to that. So, I don't know. Uh, maybe there is. Maybe somebody's got some, uh, if you know of any field clubs, not interested in the track side of it, Mm-mm. but some field clubs that we could join. We'll, mm. we'll see what we can find. All right. Should we do some World of Crazy? Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I have a story out of Elston, Iowa. We have some listeners in Iowa. We do. In Ames, I believe. In Ames, Iowa. Well, actually, we have multiple listeners. Mm-hmm. Well. The peanut seller. The peanut seller. Still need to make it out there sometime. Yes, we do. Well, maybe, Greg, this is something you might be interested in, because if you are looking for a new house, I know you have one, but maybe that's not enough. The seller peanut. Seller peanut? Yes, because I've still got a hoodie somewhere. At home. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a four-bedroom farmhouse in southern Iowa that is listed online for the incredible price of free. Oh. A four-bedroom far- farmhouse in southern Iowa that you can get for free. However, it comes with a catch. If you would like to purchase this, but and not by purchase, but if you'd like to acquire this house because uh-huh. it is free, you must move the building from the current owner's land. So you can have the farmhouse, a four-bedroom, like very nice-looking firehouse, or farmhouse, excuse me. You just have to figure out how the hell to move it off of their property. Oh, that's not quite the same. So Roger and Linda jo- uh, Dolchek say in a Craigslist ad that their home will be torn down this winter if no one takes up on their offer. So if you can just figure out the finances to try and transport a giant house. Yeah, I mean, okay, so totally the farmhouse gonna... is assessed at $52,000. I've just looked this up. And they invested $150,000 in repairs. Yeah, it says even after they invested. Well, it's a two and a half floor farmhouse. We'll assess it 53,000, Greg. It's 52,700. So let's let's be generous. Okay. All right, so 53,000. Yes, they've been trying to sell the house for years uh, as to uh, because they raised their four children there. That's been a lovely family home, but now they're ready to move on. Yeah, why are they getting rid of it then? It also has a big ass house, historic value as the home. to landmark hybrid corn innovation in Depression-era Iowa. 
So they just need to find somebody who would like to live in an old house with character and preferably someone who might be able to move the house off the property. I don't know how much it would cost to move a house. It's a lot. Would it be I mean, more I than the house like, itself? I would bet it be to move a house like that. I, I honestly don't know, but I'm going to guess it's fifteen twenty thousand dollars $20,000 probably to move something like that. I mean, but you can get like a, a, a historic like a landmark house for – well, hey, why is the house only valued at fifty thousand dollars? There's something wrong with it. After they well, put it's it older. I mean, if it's repairs. I mean, if it's a landmark, you know, old Depression era house, it's probably older. It's been through been through the ringer a little bit. Mm. But as you've expressed, things that are older don't deserve anything good anymore. Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, that's a that's a fair statement. Mm-hmm. Like uh, to say, if you're an older person, you're 37, you want to still like maybe learn how to throw a javelin again. Yeah, I think your you don't deserve days are over. to because you should just be. Sitting, Just be happy you're here. Sitting in your rocking chair, mm-hmm. waiting to die. Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, so that's happening. It is Iowa. a nice ha- There's something off about this. Maybe it's haunted. I don't know. I don't trust this. What are they trying to hide? Clearly not a body because they're asking people to move it. All right. So anyway, All Iowa, right. there, that's happening. Out of North Carolina, North Carolina environmental officials are investigating an odor in multiple neighborhoods that residents are saying is offensive, and they are comparing to the strong scent of cat urine. Oh. And nobody is able to determine where the smell is coming from. Wouldn't that suck to come outside of your house and everything smells like cat pee? That would suck. That like, how would long suck. has this been going on? Uh, let's see. So it says uh, Brad Newland, the Wilmington office supervisor for uh, the Division of Air Quality in North Carolina, confirmed that the agency has received multiple complaints about a cat urine-like odor in the Carolina Heights and Ardmore neighborhoods of Wilmington, North Carolina. So they say the odor is believed to be a result of a facility or a mixture of facilities dealing with chemicals, but they have not been able to pinpoint it. Thus forth, the cat pee smell has remained. Thus forth. Just wanted to highlight that. Well, an investigation was conducted when many residents reported a particularly strong cat pee odor on the weekend of November 25th, which is the weekend following Thanksgiving. Um, So previous probes into the cat urine odors have focused on a facility run by Fortron. doesn't say what Fortron is. Oh, it's a company. It manufactures a heat-resistant polymer. Is it, like, powered by cats, like, all on treadmills, like... A cat mill? It is a cat treadmill facility. How did you know that? Uh, well, residents who have lived... Just picturing like hundreds of cats on treadmills. Like. In Wilmington, North Carolina, has said that this has been an ongoing problem for years. Why would you stay in a place that smells like cat pee? Because, that does suck. Because you know what? If you're in a place that smells like cat pee for that long, do you know what happens? You smell like cat pee. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's all dancing around you and not clinging onto your clothes oh, and hair. And then one day, oh, it doesn't smell like cat pee anymore. It's like, no, that's because... It's just absorbed into you. You you smell like it. You can't smell it anymore. Oh, yeah. Once you stop smelling something, yep. That would suck it's to be sun. from the cat pee town. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, where are they from? Oh, boy. No, like, imagine like you're leaving Wilmington and going to visit your family like across yeah. the country and you just smell like cat pee. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that would God. suck. And you have no idea. That's my nightmare. That's what I'm always terrified about mm-hmm. that I smell. Not, right, not well, that I smell like cat pee, but just that I smell. I don't think I normally you have do. You smelled. I mean, I... I, I have... N- I don't smell that... I am... I religiously shower. I have clean clothes. Do you know that showering doesn't necessarily negate stinkiness, right? What do you mean? 
I mean, sometimes you can smell so much that you take, like, the natural things that are supposed to keep your body clean off, and then it just makes it smell even more. No, it doesn't. What, what are there's you talking about? There's such thing as too much showering. There's not a thing as too much showering. Well, I mean, yes, there's different things, like, as far as stripping your body of oils, but whatever. No, that's not as far as the smelling part of it's concerned. I mean, I'm not going to say really like after I go running. I really don't need to sit here running, and watch you smell your armpits right now. What are you doing? Because this is a paranoid thing for me. I like, like, I get paranoid about this. I get paranoid that I smell bad. I'm really glad. That I don't think I smell bad. Okay. Well, um, official. But now say, that you said that, no, I'm going to be. If you are about experiencing this. odors, we need to be notified in a timely manner because we need to ascertain what is causing the cat pee issue. Mm. All right. Did you get a cat I don't smell recently, like Greg? Cat pee, do I? Did you get a cat recently? No, I'm not getting. I don't know if it's specifically cat pee. Such a thing as too much showering. Yeah, there is such a thing as too much showering. You definitely wash your hair too much. My hair gets. Especially with you know someone of your age down. when it's just kind of clinging to hope. Like, it's not you don't clinging wanna, to hope. You don't want to tousle it too much. It That'll loosen not it up. To hope. Don't want to get those hair pores too you know loosey goosey, and then they start falling out in in droves. It's like what my dad used to say when I, back when he thought that he could get me to cut my hair. You're gonna grow it all out. You're not gonna have any left. You're gonna run out of it. You're gonna run out of it. You're gonna use it all up. All right, and finally, since you did talk about Star Wars, no spoilers. But here's the Star Wars. Star Wars! I want to see it again. I want to see the disaster artist again. Yeah, that's a good movie, too. Okay. Well, in Star Wars news, North America's largest fruit and vegetable provider, which is... North uh, America's largest fruit and vegetable. Dole is filling supermarkets... With Star Wars branded vegetables, pineapples, blueberries, and other products to capitalize on the release of Star Wars The Last Jedi. They are branding salads and fruits and vegetables with Star Wars branding. I mean, at some point in my life, I was probably annoyed with all that, but I mean, you just... That's just how it is. Looking for a... Somebody will buy... The, somebody will buy... Like, oh, I wasn't going to buy a salad today. Oh, but it's got Kylo Ren's face on it. Now I want that salad. Kylo Ren glowers on a bag of Dole's bagged garden salad blend. <laughs> while you can see R2-D2 gracing the cover of a shredded iceberg lettuce package. I mean... But wait, there's more. Shoppers can use an app on their mobile devices to scan veggies with their phones and when remote-controlled BB-8 toys. Is that the white one with the orange? Yeah. Yeah. And Dole has created a collection of Star Wars-themed recipes that you can follow along. What is a Star Wars-themed recipe? What, what well, is involved in that? It includes something called, you can look these up online. Uh, one of them is called the Tatooine Blue Milk which the company describes as an original vegan beverage inspired by the blue milk scene introduced in Star Wars and New Hope. Dole's campaign also includes limited edition Star Wars banana stickers. <laughs> Dole started its partnership with Disney in late 2016 to drive a more kid-friendly nu- nutrition message. 
says, I know it seems like a disconnect to have Star Wars on fruits and vegetables, but because the draw Star Wars has, we saw this as a, as a great opportunity to attract both parents and kids who have an affinity for the franchise. There's an opportunity for Star Wars to get uh, to help parents get kids to eat better. Yes, I'm sure that's why they're doing it, not to make extra branding money. Mm-hmm. We're trying so to help people. If there was a choice between a regular bagged salad and a Star Wars Kylo Ren bagged salad and they were the same price, you would get the Kylo Ren one. Don't even lie. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yes. If, yeah. if they were the same price, I mean, it sure. Works. Yeah, if they were the same price, it yeah, works. I would definitely They're would. monsters. They know that they have your money. Yes. They've got your money. Star Wars is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. Go to your supermarket today and find some Star Wars branded vegetables and bananas. That is your world of crazy. Give me some of them Star Wars nanners. Oh, don't say nanners. Ugh. Nanners. That's enough of that. I love how much it bothers you. Yeah, it's like the worst word. I don't know why. Skitty. Get some skitty. Scrimps. No, no, scrimps is gross. Scrimps is the worst. Let's get some Star Wars branded scrimps. Ew. God, (laughs) stop saying scrimps. Some nanners. Now that makes more sense. Nanners and scrimps. Some some Star Wars nanners. Some skitty. All right. Uh, Let's do a little bit of boss Do you ever get it sometimes when you're laying in bed trying to sleep and a song just starts to cycle in your head? Yeah. This happened to me with this song last night. <laughs> it was like a nightmare. Somebody really does need to send us in. Anybody in a band, send us in one that'll work. For the love of God. Come on. Free publicity. We'll just need a... Uh... If you have some set something in and we missed it, please, please send it again. Please send it again. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Well, Sarah, got a few things in ball talk. Here Please you, tell me. First up, we have this. There's an NFL executive who has had to delete his Twitter account because he's a creep. Ew. Now, I'm not going in. There's tons of the actual full-on, well, not to say this. This isn't necessarily sexual harassment. This is just a creep. Uh, And there's lots of sexual harassment stories. We're not going to get into all those. This one, though, is a guy who... This is an NFL executive. The, um... Like, what the... The executive editor for NFL media. Okay. So you would think that this guy knows a little something about online media and social media and what you should and shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. Instead, on his own personal account, he has been for... Apparently quite a long time until now recently when it got to called out and he had to delete his account. Interacting with uh, porn stars and um, bots and escorts on Twitter publicly. Oh, like, boy. But doing the thing where it's the person who replies to something like a porn star post as though you're talking to them directly like they're going to reply back. Oh. And they don't. Like it's just embarrassing. No, oh, like that one time when I wrote that email to Busy Phillips, and you're like, Sarah, she's not going to write you back. You're embarrassing yourself. Well, I mean, you know, maybe maybe Busy Phillips would. I don't know. No, she didn't. Yeah. And yeah. then I deleted it because I was so embarrassed, and I never wrote to anybody ever again. Well, he would write things to, let's see, there's a uh, porn star who posted a picture of her dress with cleavage on it, and she said, today's booby-cuddling desk jockey dress. I don't know what that is. It's just. Like, I'm sorry. Can you say that phrase again? This is what a porn star wrote. 
I believe she's a porn star. Today's booby-cuddling desk jockey dress. It's just a picture of her cleavage in a dress. David Eaton, NFL executive, replied, Lucky desk. And posted this. This is this is an NFL media executive. There's a whole list of things that he did. I mean, did. that doesn't surprise me. If anyone, if you worked in any kind of corporate setting, those guys are all, like, creepy. Yeah, they are. But it's just the fact that they're posting it publicly. because well, it's like they don't understand how it works. It's like he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He replied to, uh, I don't know. You know what? I'm just going to, I'll post the link. You guys can read them because now I don't want to read what he's actually replying to. It's not that his replies are, it's just he thinks that, I don't know. He probably thinks that it's like, you know, when people get confused, like parents or grandparents on Facebook and they think they're sending you a message, really they're writing on your wall. Yeah, I think that's more what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the right way to describe it. All right. Moving on to ball talk. We're just going to leave that at this. Um, we've got a mystery peer. So here's what's going on. Jets, uh, New York Jets wide receiver Jeremy Curley had to serve a four-game suspension for a positive performance-enhancing drug test. Okay. And at the time of his ban, he said he was shocked because he had never knowingly taken steroids. Well, after his uh, suspension, he had the four-game suspension. Now he's talking about it a little bit, and he's still confused about why he was suspended because there was a uh, urine sample that came back with the supplement in it, clearly in it. And he is claiming that it wasn't him, that it was his his sample. Excuse me, damn it. <laughs> You're fine. Don't worry about it. That it was his sample, but that it wasn't him. And in reply of who does he think it is, he said, I don't know, a lot of ghosts around here Ghost put it in, you know, the ghost of Christmas past. So he's basically referencing that he believes, I I think he's either trying to make a joke or he's implying that there's a ghost that peed in his urine sample. Oh, I really hope it's the latter. You know, I don't know. Based on the grammar that he's using, it's hard for me to say. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, if he has been using performance-enhancing drugs, then, you know, could be a few screws up there. yeah. It's a slow day in ball talk. So, all right, let's go to this. What are you talking about? Didn't you like my compelling uh, North Carolina cat pee story? Mm-hmm. I'm just hitting it out of the park over yeah, here you with know, my. You com- know, we work with what we've got. <laughs> Today was one of those days where I'm trying to find something and everything has a terrible ending. Yeah, I know. Like, that's nope, the thing. It's just gonna find. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, pretty much everything is just sexual harassment cases. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's all awful things. So I'm trying to pick the light, lighter ones. But we do have this. Sarah the. Bowl game season is upon us. Oh, God, didn't you say this last week? I did, and I was wrong. Thank you for calling that out. We've got bowl games happening tomorrow, and it's time for me to make some predictions on them. Yes, I know everybody is very excited, and I've spent weeks and hours and months and days researching these college football bowl games that are going to be going on this weekend so that I can give you an accurate prognostication of what is going to happen, and you can place bets, and then, of course, send your tithings to me. So, Sarah. What? I'm going to ask you for help on this, because this is how confident I am in my bull, my bull predictions. <laughs> predictions. <laughs> I sent you the list over there. There are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different bowl games going on tomorrow, Saturday, December 16th, including the Sam Boyd Bowl which is also the Las Vegas Bowl with Oregon, the Dream Style Stadium Bowl, 
the Crampton Bowl. Oh, the okay, so the Raycon Media. Oh, there they are. There's the names. The Raycon Media Camellia Bowl, the Gildan New Mexico Bowl, the Las Vegas Bowl, the Audination Cure Bowl, and the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Wow, those are some really terrible names. Really, really bad names. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you one prediction. I'm going to have you pick a game, and then I have the listeners pick a game who are listening live right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live. The first one I'm going to pick is... Uh, Western Kentucky versus Georgia State. All right, just for this weekend, right? Not just the for next this weekend. Week just okay. for this weekend. Then we'll make some more. So it's the Georgia State Panthers... Versus the Western Kentucky, let's see, what are, where do you think they are? Hilltoppers. Well, that's a fun name. Unless it's got, like, some secret, like, nefarious meaning. But, okay, we'll just go with that. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers versus the Georgia State Panthers. Wow, wow, wow. So, the Western Kentucky, uh, it's taking place in Florida. It's closer to Georgia. Uh, Western Kentucky will win that game. All right. I'm going to tell you right now, the Hilltoppers. Hilltoppers over the Panthers. Next game. Sarah, go ahead and give me one. Gildan, New Mexico Bowl, Colorado State versus Marshall. Colorado State versus we are Marshall. All right. I like Gildan because that's the brand of our shirts and sweatshirts that we've made several times. Which we need to get some. uh, We did do that sweatshirt order earlier this year. There's a couple of people that I need to get you your sweatshirts in the mail. And if you did order one and didn't get it mailed out yet, send us an email and we'll get that mailed to you. Mm -hmm. Also, if you want a podcast uh, t-shirt, we have a couple of those left. So we we'll, need to get those up. But we'll do that up do in that. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So we're just yeah. letting you know. Okay. Eventually. Marshall Thundering Herd versus Ooh. the Colorado State Rams. The Thundering Herd. <laughs> versus Rams. Versus the Rams. The winner will be Colorado State. The Colorado okay. State Rams will win that one. So, so far we've got Colorado State, Western Kentucky. If anybody's in Las Vegas right now, I'm assuming you're filling out your form to place your bets and then send us a tithing upon your win. So let's get the one last game in here, Sarah. Which which is the final one that we should do? Does anybody here want uh, to make a pick? Nobody does. So which one? You should do the – oh, you can't do the Las Vegas Bowl because that's Oregon. I could. Do it. Oh. I usually don't, though. Make an or mm. no, this is a lose lose situation for me. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna. All right, then out. do the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. Oh well, I mean that's the one I was hoping you were gonna say. Yeah. Middle Tennessee. God, these are the most boring names ever. This this whole segment is just whew. Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders versus the Arkansas State. What is what are they? Red Wolves. The Blue Raiders and the Red Wolves. What is a Blue Raider? I don't Why know. Why does a Raider have to be blue? I don't know if it has to be. Maybe they just happen to be. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, what that? What's going on with that one? Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders and the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Red Wolf is an actual thing. There are Red Wolves. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure what a Blue Raider is though. Mm. But I'll tell you what. They're going to be feeling blue on Saturday night oh, no. because the Red Wolves will be beating. Middle Tennessee. So Arkansas State will be the winner. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Or Bull Talk. Oh, stop. That's enough puns. Hey, if the you need to segment's that. tanking, I might as well just mm-hmm. go all in. Just might as well just jump you off. Gotta, <laughs> you gotta dive right in with it. That was real good, Greg. All right, well, I am going to be wearing, I'm going to be resplendent in my Olympian jacket all weekend. I'm very excited. So if you see someone that looks like a past Olympic winner, chances are it's probably me. 
walking around, just say thank you for competing. Thank you for competing. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you've noticed so far today, but Greg has not mentioned anything about having any issues with his computer because why is that, Greg? I got a new computer. I got a new computer. It's like brand, like it just came yesterday. Like was yours refurbished or is it brand new? It's brand new. Wait, so I get a refurbished one and you get a brand new one? Yours is a little bit of a higher end computer than mine. Let's let's so be fancy. honest on here. It's like a little uh, kid no, who's like so yours is new. shinier. Yeah, it's shinier. Your computer is a little bit of a better one than mine is. But let's <laughs> I think it's okay that I got a computer. I'll give you this one day. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That is very nice though. I mean, has it been functioning very well? So far so good. I haven't even put really put it to the test yet. So oh. We'll be putting it to the test later on. That's really creepy. Yeah. Okay. Put it to the test all weekend. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you are out doing your holiday shopping, you know where you should go. Next Adventure. Next Adventure. On the corner of Stark and Grand, Next Adventure is a great place to pick up anything for a gift or to, I don't know, buy yourself a gift, which is probably what I'll do. Also a good place to get it. I ended up doing accidentally. So, I mean, it happens. It happens, which is actually Next Adventure, their gift cards are a really good idea. Oh. Because then people can just buy whatever they want. Anything you want. Yeah. Like anything that you need. Even if somebody isn't an outdoor adventurer, it doesn't oh, matter. No, there it are things matter. for like life that you could get there. Yeah. It really is a wonderful place. Next Adventure, nextadventure.net online. And of course, the main store in the corner of Stark and Grand and their brand new store out in Sandy, Oregon. So you can uh, stop by there on your way up to the mountain to do some skiing. Oh. If we ever get snow. All right. So. Someday. We'll get snow. It already felt like it was maybe going to snow today. It's so it's so cold and like kind of wet outside. Is this Sarah's prediction that it feels like it's going to s- snow today? Well, I, mean, I haven't been outside in a few hours, but this morning it did. This is how Sarah tells what the weather is going to do. By the way, oh, it feels like it should be snowing. Mm-hmm. You should be snarky about it. That'd make it funnier. Wow, that was a really. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Miss Sunshine. So, okay. Uh, thank you, everybody, oh, for yes. tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate it greatly. And then next week, oh my God, is next week already going to be Christmas? Yes. How is that even possible? Well, it's a week from Monday. Yeah, but I mean, like, basically the weekend is leading yes. up to it. Yes. Oh, boy. It's true. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all awesome people. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Up Radio. And, of course, subscribe on iTunes. That is always a really, yes. very big help for us. Thanks so much. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com, my friends. Bye.